We at FilmJet are back with another episode. And this time we are talking about one of my favorite shows of recent memory. It's been making a lot of waves on the internet. There's been a whole lot of memes. I'm just a whole lot of talk about this show. And I'm glad, I'm so glad that it's getting a lot of mainstream attention because this show is truly insane. So what are we talking about today? Well, we're definitely talking about the boys. (laughs) I don't know what else we could be talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this show is completely unhinged. They just don't care. They're just going for it. And I actually can't believe that at the beginning of the traction that they've gotten so far because this show is absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) They're um, they're They're really going for it, like you said. Fire and all cylinders, and it's just such a unique take on a superhero show. If you if you don't know the boys or you never heard of the boys, honestly, I would actually listen no further, go directly to Amazon Prime, and stream it because you're missing out. And, plus, and we you know, will be spoiling. Yeah, we're gonna be spoiling heavy. So <laughs> just like we're not pulling any punches. Right now, the show did not pull any punches at all. Some of the most insane things I've ever seen on a TV have happened on this show. Yeah, that's for sure. And right in the beginning of season three, I mean, it's it's hilarious that these people pay attention to the internet and what's going on because we all know about the the meme about Endgame and how everybody said Ant-Man could defeat Thanos. So the boys, they think, okay, well, we have this crazy thing. How can we take it even further? And of course, what do they do? <laughs> right in the beginning the, of the first episode of season three. Start off the season with a bang. We introduced to a powered individual named Termite, who has <laughs> who has the the power set equivalent to Ant-Man. Of the Marvel Marvel Universe, and he is engaging in sexual relations with a, a partner of his, where he is <laughs> his partner is telling him he wants him to enter him, but not the way you're thinking. He wants him to <laughs> shrink down and literally <laughs> enter through the tip of his penis. <laughs> And is there um, even a clean way to say that? I mean, I honestly, no, there's, there's honestly <laughs> no, clean, no clean way to uh, explain this. So <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. He entered through the tip and <laughs> what then happened is before he entered, he just sniffed, I believe some cocaine. If I'm not, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. And it was aggravating his nose and he sneezed. And as he sneezed, he actually grew back to normal size, and his partner exploded. Yeah, completely destroyed this man. Yeah, <laughs> into into a, into a bloody mess. And honestly, the characters in the show reacted the same way that I reacted, and I'm pretty sure the same way you reacted. <laughs> so yeah, it was definitely a very gruesome way to start a season, in my opinion. Yeah, and it's funny because we we've already seen two seasons of this show with plenty of crazy stuff, but they still find a way to blow your mind. The whole time I was watching it, I just kept thinking, I can't believe they're actually doing this. Yo. And guess what? They did it, and they show everything. There's blood splattering all over the place, body parts all over the place. Yeah. It is just disgusting. And, like, but, this is nothing new. Like, the, the people no. um, exploding left and right from season one to three. But it's yeah. just it's just the way that this this particular situation went about <laughs> that was just like, okay, like, this is ridiculous. But the season, like, didn't stop there. It actually got crazier and crazier as the, as the episodes went on. But, yeah, this season was actually one of my favorite seasons of – I, I think actually I enjoyed the season the most of the boys. It really explored the characters in, in like the more developed stages. So like all these characters 
have gone through a bit of character development. Like, you know, you know who the characters are and everything. You know, like, how each one thinks and, and how each one behaves and every, and who's allied with who. And I really like this season because I feel like it tested a lot of the relationships that we've seen grow so far in the show. And some of them ended off not so good, and some of them ended up even stronger than they were before. So it was very interesting to see how new characters bounced off each other and how old interactions grew stronger or how some older interactions even broke apart. So it's cool. What do you think about the season as a whole? Man, I loved it. Just like you said, pretty much every character had a very meaningful moment. They didn't really waste any time with anybody. And there's a big, it's a TV show, so there's a big cast of characters. And they really, they really know how to use each one well. Everybody kind of has an arc and it's meaningful. It's not just nonsense or filler. It's all meaningful to the show in some way. And I really like how they do that. Because a lot of times in a show, you might be thinking, well, why, why haven't we seen this person or that person in a long time? But in this show, they really do a good job of, of giving everybody their time to shine, even though um, it's mainly Butcher and Homelander are the main characters. But you, know, you, you get enough of everybody. So you know, if your favorite is somebody else, you'll see them. Right. Yeah, the show really does a good job of like giving everybody, um, giving each character like a really cool moment that's memorable for that character. So it's not it's not like any character is, is really forgotten. And I feel like at this point in the show, you really have like that one like focus core of characters that are always are always going to be around. That you're like, oh man, like I wonder if, if anything's gonna happen to this character, or if like this character is still gonna be here by the end of the season, mm-hmm. or like who's gonna die. Or who's gonna kill who? You know what I mean. So, yeah. um, surprisingly, like we didn't lose anybody big this season. Yeah, we did. Who? Well, hopefully not. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully not. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully not. <laughs> Maybe rest in peace to Irving, aka Black Noir. Um, was definitely one of my favorite characters since season one. He really would steal the show in any scene that he was in. And we finally got to see his backstory, where he came from, um, what he looked like under the mask. Yeah. Or at least beforehand. But <laughs> yeah, we uh, we really we really got to see more of Black Noir this season. Um, I really enjoyed that. Unfortunately, we saw Homelander rip his guts out in the end. So yeah. I mean, hopefully he's not dead. I saw something where the the the, the showrunner came out and said that there's going to be a different version of Black Noir. So I hope it's the same person. I hope it's Irving that's not dead. And he comes back in some way, shape, or form. But if not, it's going to be a new person that's wearing the Black Noir costume, and he's going to have a different personality, which Mm. I'm fine with, too. I don't think the show is going to suffer, but I just want to see more of my guy Irving. That's all. So Black Noir was probably was he like the biggest death of this season? Yeah, Black Noir was definitely like the biggest, yeah, the biggest loss that that like the main core uh, took this season. It was a it was a few scares though. I'm not gonna lie. Like I I, I thought that Kamiko was gonna die. Yeah, I was getting nervous, man. Yeah, I thought I thought she was gonna die, and then who else I think was gonna die? I don't know. Oh, I thought Maeve was gonna die too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought yeah. I thought, thought Maeve was for sure dead. In the end there. <laughs> but Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, she wasn't. Actually, you know what? You know what's funny is that like between the two sides, like if you were to split up the sides between like the the seven and like the boys, I feel like the seven had more scares on, on their side in terms of who, who was gonna die than like the boys did. You know what they I mean? Did. They did. It's like because A train almost died like fifty times. Yeah, A Train almost died. Maybe almost died. Black Noir died, you know, apparently. <laughs> and then yeah. Homelander almost died. <laughs> Homelander almost got cooked, bro. It was Yo. whooping his behind. I Yo, all right, all right. So, what are the craziest moments in this show? And you could even say stuff from season one and two, because we already talked about the first thing that happened with with Termite. Okay. I got to bring up the moment where 
Oh, the politician lady. What's the what's the politician lady name? Oh, Victoria Newman. Yeah, when she crushed that guy's head and she only got the bottom half and he was still alive. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And they like showed his whole jawline just collapsed. Yeah. And they even they were even showing the muscles like moving in his neck. It was so gross. Yeah, it was it was nasty. So gross. I got I gotta mention that one. <laughs> Wait, you said all three seasons. Yeah, you can mention anyone from any season. Yo, honestly. Because there's okay, a lot. So, so, honestly, when I first watched the show, like when I first put the show on to watch, and like episode one, uh, Huey, who's one of the main characters, he's working at his at his video store, right? Well, yeah, the opening of the show, of course. Yo, the opening of the show. Like, Robin, who is his girlfriend, came to visit him at work, or I guess he was coming, getting off work, and he was stepping, he was on the sidewalk, and Robin was on the curb. And A train zooms past and runs straight through Robin, and Robin is nothing but a bloody mess on the on the street. They showed all that too, yo. And like the way that like the blood was like across like Huey's face and the hands were still yeah, he was still holding hands. her hands. Oh my gosh, yeah, I was like, yeah, this show is crazy. That was like and even and at that moment too, when they were showing the slow motion part and you could see all of of the like blood and guts floating in the air. Right. You could see like little bones and stuff in there. It's it, yeah. they really get really detailed with the gore and I appreciate that. Yeah, me too. Yo, there's one scene, right? <laughs> I don't know if this is that crazy or not. No, actually it was pretty crazy to me. Alright, so in season two, Homelander and Stormfront, they had like this little love affair. <laughs> and like they were going by and you know, stopping like petty thieves and stuff. It wasn't even like the people they were stopping, like they, it wasn't even like super villains or anything. And there was mm-hmm. one guy that was like, Alright, just let me go or like I'll go to jail, right? And then Homelander is kissing Stormfront and like he's leaning on this guy's head. And then like the guy's like, You're crushing my head and then the guy's head just pops. And the when he was there kissing Stormfront, he doesn't even care. Mm-hmm. That scene was pretty crazy to me. Yeah. Thought. That was pretty amazing. I also got to say, when the team was going through that place with all the, the superheroes, I don't remember if it was a asylum. It was like the place where they were experimenting on on suits. And, and M.M. got attacked by the guy with the... Uh, I can't even I can't even think of a way to say this without cursing, or not really cursing, but the guy with the super dick. Oh, What's that guy's name? What's oh, his real yeah, name? Yeah. His name no, is um called... Love Sausage. Love Sausage, yeah, that's yeah. That's what yeah. I should say. When MM got attacked by Love Sausage. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yo, and that that's, that was pretty that's crazy. crazy because like I didn't even peep that he was that it was the same dude. Uh, oh yeah, and that, Hero has him, right? Yeah, and Hero has him. Oh, that's actually crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That scene was nuts, though. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> like the vibes in season two were like dark. Season two is yeah, very dark. Yeah. yeah. I kind of liked it though. I like how like this season they were able to like brighten it up a bit, but like mm-hmm. in a weird way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like it wasn't it wasn't as dark, but like it still had the same kind of effect. Like yeah. The same like wow factor. Yeah. Definitely got to say when Popclaw killed the guy when he was, you know, when they were having a little thing going oh, on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I that. <laughs> this show is actually very crazy. It's super unhinged. <laughs> I'm really just amazed at the creativity half the time. Yeah, me too. Honestly. Like, I, I know I know a lot of the source material comes from the comic. But they change a lot, too. Yeah, they do. They do change a lot, and they do, like, their own adaptations to it. And which i do appreciate too like i I honestly appreciate that with like all storytelling like you know people are like always like the movie's nothing like the book but honestly like why would you want it to be you know what i mean like yeah i definitely i definitely get both sides yeah of that argument i mean as long as it's good because usually the the book is still always going to be better than the movie right that's why i think they should always adapt books into tv shows but that's a whole different conversation but in this case, I don't really like the comics of the boys. I think it's terrible. I mean, I've, I've seen some of it, and just the, the writing and stuff that's going on in the boys' comics is just terrible. 
So I'm glad that the show changed a lot because they really just took the overall concept and they're kind of using some things that happen in the comics, but not really. And I think it's working out to the best of them because the comics, they were just trying so hard just to be edgy and they were just doing stuff for the sake of doing it instead of having it actually serve a purpose in the story. The show always has something serve a purpose in the story. Right. Like they're never, they're never just violent or gory just, just because like, Oh, look at us. We can blow a guy's face off. I mean, which is cool, but. There's always a moment, and, and since we're talking about crazy moments too, the whole moment with the giant whale, when the deep runs into the whale, <laughs> it was like it's like a running joke in the show, right? Where every time the deep tries to save an animal, he ends up killing it. Yeah, it's always sucks. a reason. Feel me? So yeah. that's really what I think makes this show even better. Is everything has a purpose, and you know I love the crazy moments, but it fits. Right, it does fit. Yo, and that thing about the whale, too, I was looking at some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. That was real. They actually built a giant whale, and even the inside of it was a real set from the same from the same set as the outside. Wow. It's actually insane. They really built a giant whale they could walk around in. <laughs> it's just crazy. Uh, I actually saw this video online. It was these two girls that, that got eaten by a whale. The whale spit them out. It was funny. Yeah. They were in like, they were in like a, a, a kayak or something like that. Actually, oh, I think I see that wild. video. I see yeah. Because whales don't eat like big animals like that, you know? They don't eat big fish. They eat krill. Right. So if if it was, it, if it accidentally swallows something or gets something in his mouth that's big, it's not going to keep it. Wait, it's scary. About the, the comic book adaptations, right? And how they switched up a lot of stuff. And that brings me to like one of my favorite things about this season which was Soldier Boy. They Soldier Boy is amazing. They finally introduced a new character named Soldier Boy, a character who pretty much is almost about like the same power power level power set as Homelander. Somebody who can go toe to toe with Homelander. And I thought the introduction of the character was brilliant because first of all, I thought that the adaptation of the character from who he was in the comics was cool too because I, I feel like in the comics he wasn't as strong as he is in the show and he also didn't play the same part that he did um, in the show so but I really like his character especially the way they introduced him it's kind of like a play on like Captain America of uh, the Winter Soldier he was almost like Captain America and the Winter Soldier in yeah the he's almost States. like both in one yeah I mean, the personality, well, his suit and stuff is more like Captain America, but how they keep making him go to sleep and they keep waking him up is like Winter Soldier. Right. So it was it was really cool. They were, so pretty much like the setup was like, okay, Homeland needs to be taken care of. And I heard there's like a weapon that can do that, like a weapon that can actually, you know, actually kill Homelander. And when they go to find the weapon, the weapon actually turns out to be Soldier Boy frozen in stasis. So I like that episode because it revealed a lot. It revealed Soldier Boy. It revealed what his new power set is. It was the reveal of Witcher's powers to the group and Huey's mm-hmm. powers to the group. What was happening in the episode? That, yeah, that was when they first revealed that they took the compound V, the temporary compound V. Right, the temporary and V, yeah. Kimiko got hit with one of Soldier Boy's blasts. And oh. the thing about that was that took away any soup's powers. So... From that point, Kimiko didn't have her powers anymore. Since if you watch the show, you know that her she's strong and she has a really good healing factor. So she could get stabbed, you know, shot, whatever. She just heals right up. And in that moment, she wasn't healing. So she almost died. And the crazy part about it was everybody's kind of worried about Kimiko. Like, you know, if they weren't driving a van, they was in the back trying to do medical stuff. And then you have Huey, who was who was really just like looking out the window, smiling because he was just so intoxicated by having the powers that it was really sending him on a terrible path. Yo, like I was really nervous. I was like, "Yo, is Huey like about to go off the deep end or something?" Because honestly, it was a right great now. scene. Yeah, it was, it was a great scene because it, it showed compound V is a drug, right? And and like you know, 
some drugs come with like certain addictive properties. So like, right, we saw it with A Train before. Right. So we were able to see like I like how like realistic like the show tries to make things. Like how they show how like Huey was like really enjoying the high of, of like being like that powerful for some time. And I don't know if he if, if it was just like high off the power like he he was on he was on a power trip or if it was like feeling of the of the compound weed course into his veins because you can actually see it glowing under his skin. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great scene because there's some people that can handle like um. You know, when they take drugs and stuff, and some people who really just may enjoy it, like, too much and, you know, get addicted. So it was cool. It was cool to see, like, Butcher, who was kind of, like, handling himself, and then Huey, who was, like, obviously, like, enjoying himself too much. That man was lost in his sauce for a second. Yeah. Yo, so one thing about the power set, right? Huey was... He was able to teleport. Yeah, he's able to teleport, except, like, he couldn't teleport... With clothing, like you can only tell. Yeah, yeah, that's the funniest thing about the show is that yeah. everybody's powers is so realistic. They always do as close as they could do in real life, because right. you always see in a show or a movie if someone was able to teleport, then they would teleport with their clothes. But how does that even make sense? It would right. just work on your body. It wouldn't work on the clothes. Same thing with translucent. He could turn invisible. <laughs> but you can't turn your clothes invisible, so he has to walk around naked. <laughs> Yo, okay, so I, I'm glad you said that, right? Because there's something weird about the way you can't choose what powers you get when when you take compound B. Like it, it's it's pretty much just like a, a toss up or whatnot or a lottery or whatever whatever power. So it was actually strange to see that like Butcher's power set that he that he got with the Compound V was similar to that of Homelander's, except for the fact that he can't fly. So he pretty much had the super strength. He had the super strength and the laser eyes that Homelander has. The only thing is that Homelander can fly. It's funny that you said translucent and the fact that he can't wear clothes because Huey was actually the one that killed translucent. Mm-hmm. You know? I, and then he I, became sort of like translucent. Right. And... Honestly, like, I didn't think about that until now, but, like, I was thinking that Huey's power was supposed to make him similar, or or at least, like, being able to fight, like, somebody like A-Train, because I feel like somebody who can teleport versus, versus like, a speedster, those are kind of, like, two powers that would really go head-to-head, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, I was thinking about it that way, but, honestly, the translucent idea, I'm, I'm leaning more towards that now. I'm not, I'm not so sure. Yeah, I honestly didn't really see, like, a hidden meaning behind Huey's powers. Uh-huh. But, but you know what's funny? See, I'm thinking now about other heroes and stuff. Did you ever read the explanation for why Nightcrawler teleports with his clothes? No. Oh, my goodness. It's so ridiculous. Because he apparently, like, teleports a little bit of the stuff around him. And when he teleports, he actually goes into another dimension and then comes back out of it. It's so ridiculous. It's like, come on, guys. You couldn't just write him to teleport with his clothes. You had to make up a stupid thing. Wait, actually, you know what? I think I've heard of that before. I think I've, I think I've heard that explanation before. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. It's funny. But, you know, that's comics for you. This was like the first season that we saw like a lot a lot of these characters in action in like a fighting other character sense. You know what I mean? A lot of the violence that has been done to the character the character so far has really been done off screen. You know what I mean? Except for like certain moments that are really like suspenseful. But I feel like this season was really action packed in terms of yeah. the, the combat that was on screen that we got to see as viewers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Man, that Damn. moment when Kimiko saved the girls from that Russian place. Yo, yeah. Insane. Insane. I was like, yo, action this season is like 10 out of 10. It's 10 out of 10. I yeah, was this like, season was crazy. Yeah. That was probably one of Kimiko's like best fights. Best mm-hmm. fight scenes. I honestly think that Hero Gasm episode 6 was the best episode. Yeah, that episode w- just had a lot going on. and. That was one that I was anticipating because leading up to season three, 
one of the writers came out and said, well, y'all dared us to do Herogasm, and we did it. So I always knew that the Herogasm episode was coming. So I had knew about Herogasm from the comics, and I was like, oh my goodness, yeah, this episode is going to be so insane. And when it did finally come around, it was insane, yeah. but in a different way. I thought it was actually just going to be like an hour-long X-rated thing. Yeah. But it actually delivered way differently. There was action. There was character moments. And the hero gas and stuff was actually pretty tame compared to what yeah. I expected. Right. And the well, biggest honestly, moment, of course, was the big fight with Homelander, Butcher, and Soldier Boy, and Hewitt. That moment was so insane. I probably watched it like five times after. I mean, it was crazy. That episode is definitely stuck on repeat for me because the action was sick. The set was cool. I feel like everything just really worked that episode. Like the fact that Soldier Boy, his trigger was the... (laughs) So you know how like with the Winter Soldier, his trigger was that Russian poem? Yeah, yeah. Simone would read? Okay, yeah. so it's like for for Soldier Boy, his trigger was like whenever he he listened to Russian music. It was actually odd the way that it was so common playing Russian Russian pop at a party in the <laughs> United States. Yeah, so I'm just like, okay, like this is kind of weird. So the fact that that the music was in that moment, it was just so funny that it um it <laughs> it flipped Soldier Boy's switch because then he wasn't able to use his beam. At the time when it really, it really, really mattered, uh, it was when Homelander was in the picture. Yeah. And I love that moment when Soldier Boy first meets Homelander and he's like, you think you look strong? You're wearing a cape. <laughs> and then during the fight, he actually grabs his cape and pulls him down to the ground. I thought, I thought that was hilarious. Because that's something that you always think about, but it's never really actually done. Because I think a lot of superhero movies take themselves too serious. Yeah. So and th- that was a big moment in, in The Incredibles way back when when Edna was very adamant about no capes. Oh, yeah. And there was that whole montage of people dying because <laughs> their cape was getting caught in places. <laughs> so I think that's what we need to see. Next time we see Superman or Shazam in a movie or anybody with a cape, somebody needs to grab it. Well, you know right. what? Somebody grabbed Batman's cape and um, they grabbed his cape. I don't remember, but somebody grabbed Batman's cape in either Batman vs Superman or The Batman, which came out this year. So, you I know, have to say you see though, it sometimes. I have to say though, I was saying it before we hopped on the pod, but Homelander probably has one of the best capes I've I've seen. Not like, not like the uh, uh, not like the pattern on it, but I'm I'm talking about like the construction of the actual cape. <laughs> Yeah, the yeah. Way, the way his cape flows is act, is actually pretty hard. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Better than Superman's cape. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, his cape looks really good. Even when the moments when you know it's CGI, like when he's flying around and stuff, it still looks really good. And that's sure. that's the thing about this show in general is the effects have all been great. They really right. know when to use practical. And they know when to use CGI, and it's all great. I look at some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, and one of the VFX guys was explaining how they did one of the scenes. It was that moment where Homelander is supposed to be giving a speech, and everybody's outside. I think it was from season two. And everybody was mad at him. And then there was that guy that was in the military that gave him a middle finger. And he had that vision, and it's and it's when he like lasers the whole crowd. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, it was that scene. And the guy was explaining how outside that day it was really cold. So you could see everybody's breath coming out. But in the show, it was just supposed to be like normal, I guess, summer or, you know, spring or normal weather. So they actually had to take out everybody's like breath that you can see. And they were putting signs in people's hands and doing all kind of stuff in CGI. I was like, wow, that was crazy. And and you can't tell at all. Yeah, you can't. And it's not even one of those things where you could pause it and kind of find little things. Like, no, you cannot tell at all. It's crazy. So that's really that's really nice to see from a TV show. Yeah, you're right. Like like the CGI is definitely on another level. Like you can tell where the money's going. Like there's no there's no question about it. 
honestly, this is some of the better CGI that I've seen. And, like, the better, like, set designs that I've seen yeah. as well. Yeah, even so, Game of Thrones had some had some uh, low moments. I feel like even even Marvel, oh yeah, Marvel and like the recent properties, like like the CGI has just not been keeping up. We can talk about Marvel CGI forever. Yeah, <laughs> we can't talk about Marvel CGI, but you know, I just feel like you can you can really tell where you can really tell that, that the CGI dollars are present in this show and that, and that they're they're using it correctly what was i gonna say you know it's so much it's so much stuff in the season that happened we haven't even spoken about like ryan yet and everything yeah. with him. yeah man his uh his story is is making me nervous too because in the end he is with homelander so yeah. it's one of those things where is he gonna end up growing up like him or is but you're going to get him back because we know he's going to have the same powers. So, I mean, that's just one of those things, man. We, we're we preparing for the future around here. So, you know, and now with Soldier Boy out of the picture, Ryan is the biggest gun that can take out Homelander. Right. Right. And then, and then, like, the thing is, this season, I don't know. Like, Ryan is the closest thing that can take out Homelander. But now, like, Ryan's on Homelander's side. So it's really, like, low-key, it's, like, twice the threat, especially especially with the way that things ended in the very last seconds of the season. Oh, yeah, we were talking about the crazy moments. That was hilarious, and, and it's it's become a big meme on the Internet right now with oh, oh, yeah. a guy in front of a crowd of people, and they, and they cheer, which yeah. is hilarious because he's had that, that thing where he says, I can do whatever I want, and if people just let him do it, he's going to do it even more. Right. And he. And he's actually going to start to believe it instead of wanting that to happen. But he obviously has fans that really will just cheer for him if he does whatever. And I talked a little bit about the comics before and how I don't like them. But one thing that I did like, which I was kind of hoping that they would do in the show, but I know that what they're not going to do that now is, well, maybe, depending. I don't know if you know this, but in the comics for the boys, Black Noir was a clone of Homelander, and that was the big reveal, like, at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 showed Black Noir without his costume, and in the end, it's revealed he looks – he's a clone, so he looks exactly like Homelander, and but he was actually stronger than Homelander. So what he did was he would put on Homelander's suit and go out and commit atrocities, and that right. the whole time that was feeding to Homelander's mental illness and stuff, because mm-hmm. he's seeing videos of himself, you know, killing people, doing crazy stuff, and he doesn't even remember if that was him when he did certain things, and that was really just contributing to his mental state. And I think that would have been amazing to see. Especially not like if you're someone who never even read the comics, and I didn't find that out till after season three aired anyway. So okay, but I think that would have been really cool. But at the end of the day, I'm kind of glad that they're going in a different direction because they've been great, you know, the whole time doing that, and um, I really think they've handled everybody pretty well. Even though Black Noir, as we know, it is dead. I mean, but they could still do that story because they said that he's coming back. So maybe that's what Vault is cooking up. They're going to cook up a clone of Homelander and they're going to put him in the Black Noir suit. So right. maybe, I, maybe that, maybe that'll happen in season four. The thing is, like, that was actually the one thing that I was really hoping for this season. But then at the same time, I feel like this this kind of reveal would have been too soon. Yeah, I definitely. Heard, yeah, because I, I feel like I feel like this this. The way this show is going, like season three is definitely like it's definitely like the peak. So it's like I feel like this is like the middle of like the whole story. Yeah, what's going on? I can see like po- possibly like two more seasons. Yeah, of this show. I was about to um, say I don't really see this show running longer than five seasons. Yeah, like I feel like five seasons would would be perfect perfect run for this show. I was thinking that like at least the fight with with Homelander wouldn't was gonna be like an actual fight and not and not like you know. No, like just one punch and like one punch and he's done. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I think it works because the whole time we're kind of they've been establishing that Homelander is the strongest guy and 
Nobody can take him out. Yo, so I was gonna say something about that uh, earlier. I was like, I feel like the power scale in this season was like a little off. You know what I mean? Like I mean, so okay, so like Butcher and Huey were able to like together hold down Homelander. You know what I mean? At least for like a brief second. Yeah. But like the way they made it seem, it it, it almost made it seem like. Homeland was like untouchable in a way, and then also because like bro, bro like, like low key this season everybody got their licks in. Yeah, oh, uh, butcher <laughs> butcher got his licks in. I think I think Huey might have gotten a couple. Maeve definitely got hers in. No, um, Huey definitely did because in that first scene when he was teleporting, he took out a bunch of guys. Oh yeah, yeah. No, but I'm talking about against against Homelander. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh. Yeah, I think I think Huey got like like one or two or something like that. And then Maeve definitely got hers in in the in the season finale. And then Soldier Boy got his in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Honestly, I don't even know what Supersonic's powers were. They never showed his powers. <laughs> they never showed. Like I thought I thought he was a speedster. Yeah, I I didn't know what he was because I was like Supersonic. I mean, maybe he had a loud voice or something because he was a singer. Maybe he was like a black oh, canary type power. Maybe. Yeah, but, like, Supersonic, like, this man was torn to pieces, you know. That was another off-screen, like, death, you know what I mean? But, like, Butcher and, and, and Huey, like, they're not even soups. Like, they were just on, they were just on the, 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 um, the temporary V. And, like, they were fine against Homelander, you know what I mean? Like, they were actually landing hits. And I feel like with somebody like Black Noir, I, I thought Black Noir was a lot more durable. And they made him seem in that, in that one scene. Which scene? The scene where Homelander like supposedly killed him. Yeah, that's why that's why I'm holding on to the fact that he might not be dead. Because we've seen him survive worse. Right. He literally got blown up and was still alive. And he was right. just standing there. So I mean, hopefully it's our boy Irving in there next season. <laughs> but yeah, and we're talking about Homelander. Homelander is so he's such an interesting character. And Anthony Starr does such a great job. I don't know why that guy isn't in more stuff. I mean, he's yo, insane. Bro, Anthony Starr, I was like, yo, he definitely should be in the running for, like, Villain of the Year. Yeah. Like, um, he's, he's insane. I don't even know how he acts like that. I mean, Homelander, he's one of those people you just always want to – you always want him to be on screen. I mean, he's he's just so perfect. I feel like his character is so – is so believable. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like and he's so just... like unsettling. Yeah. He's so unsettling. You just never know if or when he's gonna snap. It's just so crazy. And um I looked up Supersonic's powers. Apparently he has a sonic clap. By clapping his hands together, Supersonic could generate powerful sound waves. He appears wow. to have great control over the intensity of each sound wave produced by his claps. His powers were demonstrated in the Rock My Kiss music video produced in 2008 by the Vault Music Group. Okay. Um, oh my gosh. But yeah, Homelander is crazy. And speaking of crazy moments, I'm going to, because there's so many, I can't think of them all at the same time. That time when he killed the fake Daredevil guy. Oh my goodness, the blind guy. Do you remember that? I think it was in season two. Wait, which one was this? That blind guy when Ashley introduced him to Homelander because they had they needed somebody for the seven. And then and there's that blind guy who's like a he's basically a, a daredevil reference. He's got that staff and he's doing flips and tricks, and Homelander's acting like he's he's gonna accept them, and then he <laughs> just like slaps his head. And you just see all the blood coming out of his ears. That was wait, crazy. Wait. Wait, I'm trying to remember. I forgot the guy's name. His name was like, his name was like Blind Spot or something. Oh man, I'm trying, I gotta go back. I gotta go back and, and um and watch that because yeah, his name was Blind Spot. He just like clapped his head and completely destroyed his ears. And. All you see is the blood coming out. Like, yeah, he definitely died. <laughs> if he didn't die, he's he's like Helen Keller now because he can't see or hear. 
Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I, I got to go back and check that out because <laughs> I, I can't. I can't like recall that at the moment. No, that was crazy. Um, speaking of like replacements for the seven, I'm like still waiting to see like how powerful the deep actually is. Because we haven't really seen any display of like his power or like what he can do. I mean, in theory, he'd be pretty powerful because he's strong, he's pretty durable, and he can right. control all the sea life, just like Aquaman. But they always treat him like a joke. So <laughs> we never really see him fight anybody. Yeah. I feel like we've seen A Train fight at least like twice. And then A Train is pretty powerful. Yeah. A- so that's the thing, right? I feel like A Train. Doesn't act like he's the second strongest on the team when he should because like everybody knows that speedsters are are extremely powerful. Yeah, and I was gonna bring this up. I was gonna say, well, who do you think will win a fight, A Train or Queen Maeve? I think it's I think it's A Train. He's just so fast. Cause the only thing is, I don't think he's faster than Homelander. Um, like Homelander, Homelander is so is so fast that, cause he's basically like Superman. So if A Train isn't faster than him, then he'd be screwed against Homelander. Yeah, that's true. But I think against, like, Queen Maeve. But Queen Maeve was strong, too, and so was Stormfront. Like, Queen Maeve, Stormfront were strong. Stormfront, I thought that her power set was almost equivalent to that of of Homelander's. Well, yeah, because she could fly, but she just had the electricity instead of laser eyes. But she was able to take the laser eyes, too. Right. So she was strong. She could take... I think... They could take it for a little bit. It's either it's either that Ryan's eyes burn hotter than Homelander's or Well, he couldn't control it, remember. So yeah. he just gave it like a full blast. And that's why she was all destroyed. Mm. Yeah, I was gonna say like it's either Ryan's eyes burn hotter than Homelander's or he's just only like you know that durable for a period like a certain amount of time. Well, yeah, because and even that part when Homelander lasered her, you could kind of see like if he would have kept doing it, it would have, you know, started to do damage. But but you could see that Homelander is able to to do it with precision. And when Ryan did it, it was more like a blast in all directions, not really like, you know, two beams coming straight from the eyes. So that was the that was the difference. He he really used all the power he had in that moment. You know, we talk a lot about Homelander, but. Another character that I am very glad is getting signed recently in the show and on the internet with all these memes is A-Train. He, low-key, is probably the second best character in the show besides Homelander. (laughs) I mean, he has been through a lot from season one when they broke his leg. Well, first in the opening of the show, he runs through Robin and then he gets his leg broken. By Kimiko, kills Popclaw. What else did he do? He had the heart issue from the from using all the V. Compound V, yeah. And then his big moment in season three was well. Before that, he was having little issues because he couldn't run and he was getting fat. And uh, <laughs> Homelander had to give him like a little talking to. Oh yeah. And he also all oh, the uh, the fake. The reference to that Coke commercial, which one was that? Kendall Jenner, the Yo, Coke commercial. That Hilarious. was Hilarious. So Hilarious. Was it Pepsi? Either way, it doesn't matter. And then his big moment was also during Hero Gasm when he killed Blue Hawk for paralyzing his brother. He did the Mortal Kombat move of dragging him across the floor while running. Yeah, that was a fatality. <laughs> <laughs> But he ended up almost dying, and, and the, the thing that was ironic was he woke up in the hospital, and they actually replaced his heart with Blue Hawk's heart. Yep. Which is crazy. Yep. Hey, but at least he got a super heart. Now right. the A-Train is back, baby! <laughs> <laughs> Bro, A-Train, oh, man. Um, I, I think you said it before. Yeah, this man definitely has the worst suit. Yeah, his suit is ridiculous. It's so funny. It's really the glasses for me. Like I, I, I just hate those glasses so much. To me, the glasses aren't even bad. It's the freaking, the freaking like glove arm things. <laughs> those are terrible. And then, and then on like, top at least of that, glasses make sense. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, because like I feel like speeches do need glasses. It's those like glass plates that are like randomly placed across his uh his torso. Yeah, yeah, that's that's terrible. Bruh, that's terrible. I'm like, don't like throw my guy in some leather. Call it. <laughs> like the the suit underneath those gla- those glass platings is like dry fit. Yeah. But they do it because he would look ridiculous just being in a spandex outfit. I mean, yeah, but, like, I drive it. Like, why not, like, like, you know. They got to do something. Some good leather. I don't know, man. But leather doesn't look fast. Leather is, like, heavy and slow. Yo, but, like, the the Flash is is in leather, right? Or is that, like. Yeah, in the CW show. But that's not a good suit. Some some of them were some of them weren't bad. Some of them weren't bad. I, I, I think I think they're about like how many suits? Ten? I in think the about Flash? Yeah. There was a new suit every season. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't realize. I think like three out of the ten suits were good. Man. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot to talk about in this show, man. I mean, I'm just I'm thinking of, I'm remembering more and more as we keep talking about it. I know I'm going through when, the notes when they were like, shooting the movie. And it looked like Adrian was talking to Homelander, and then he turns around and it's a stunt double. So funny! Oh my gosh! And that whole reference to the Snyder Cut was funny too. That whole deal. Yeah, Adrian is definitely like, he's always like a punching bag each season. And I feel like last season, like the punching bag was was the deep, and like this season, like yeah. they kind of they kind of eased off him a little bit, only a little bit though, because there were some scenes that were just crazy. Like, yeah, well, they still made him eat the octopus. <laughs> And he was like, he's pleading for his life. <laughs> Yo, Deep is crazy, bro. His character is just so nuts. But like, he also uh, he also had relations with an octopus too. Yeah. And then he asked, and then he asked his girl if the octopus could join their relationship. She was like, no. <laughs> so crazy, bro. Yeah. Yeah, that whole deal with him joining the cult was funny too. <laughs> they made this oh, man oh. go on a freaking shroom trip and then join a cult. <laughs> and then A Train didn't even have to do nothing to get back into seven. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he yeah did. That was in season two. Yeah, like I, I feel like this season A Train was definitely like the punching bag, especially with everything going on with Blue Hawk and him trying to be heard in, in by speaking out in like these different group settings, and then we're just being like. What are you talking about? Or like, <laughs> even the fact, even the fact that like when they had that meeting, A Train uh, brought up uh, Blue Hawk for the first time about the about the over policing, um, in the in the Trenton area, and then the Deep brought up the fact that A Train was being was being too uptight or something like that about about Blue Hawk and his actions. And say it was last season. Anything that the deep was saying, like in a meeting, like anybody would just not acknowledge it. But the fact that the yeah, deep yeah. said something this season, like if I was A Train, I would have been hot. Especially because like the deep was was out of the picture for a decent amount of time, and like he just came back. No, we didn't talk about Compound D or like <laughs> the negative effects of that. This season was so there was so much packed into this season. Yeah, there's and, so like, many I'm, layers. And like I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, yo. I can't believe this season was only eight episodes. Yeah, there was a lot. So one of the main plot points in this season was about Billy Butcher and Huey taking temporary Compound V, which gave them power for 24 hours. But later we find out that it actually rots your brain. And if you take it too many times, then you're going to die. And at the end of the season, we find out that Butcher only has about a year to live. So. Because all the V that he took. Yeah. Took the V one too many times and we know he's probably gonna die. Yeah, I think I think Huey took maybe uh He took it like three. one less time than the fatal amount is. Yeah, yeah, one less time than the fatal amount. Honestly, I think it was either one or two. I'm only saying that because like Butcher was on the V by himself at first. Like he he definitely took it by himself when he went up against gunpowder. Yeah, he did. He took it like five times. Yeah. So then he took it I against know. gunpowder. He took it in the Russian place. He took it against Homelander and Hero Gasm. Mm. Took it at the end, which was four. 
might have took it another time, but I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. The negative effects of the temporary compound V. Both Huey and, and Butcher had black goo uh, dripping out of their ear. Yeah. It was it was actually uh, a, a very like horrifying visual, if I'm being honest. Imagine like black earwax, but like of a dis a different like consistency, like like a more a more like liquidy consistency. I would be crazy. Okay, so onto the regular compound V now, right? Victoria Newman, the the congresswoman, had Homelander get her a vial so she can inject her daughter with it, so that way her daughter can have powers to protect herself. And so I thought this yeah, was that like was a, pretty crazy. Yeah, I thought the scene was like a very interesting scene, and it was so sad too because it, you you saw you saw how much like it it pain it pained Victoria Newman to do that to do that have to do that to her daughter, but the fact being that like it wasn't really safe out there, especially going down the path that Victoria Newman was was um eventually gonna go down, like she wanted to make sure that her daughter had uh, the tools that she needed to take care of herself yeah and it was actually causing her daughter physical pain at least it looked like because she was like crying and yelling in pain right she injected their v it looked it looked painful though the way yeah the way they animated the back and how and how like the back uh would move yeah yeah that was crazy and that's the thing that's not really touched on when it comes to the compound v is that you can't predict the effects right so i know you watch diabolical yeah so there was an episode in Diabolical, which was about the rejects that took Compound V. So basically anybody that didn't have a desirable power and they had really messed oh. up bodies and stuff. So, yeah. and for those of you that don't know, the boys Diabolical is an animated anthology show that they released a few months before season three. So, it's about an hour and a half in all. There's probably like six short films, I think, somewhere around there. There's yeah. a there's a bunch of short films, and each one takes place somewhere in the boys' universe, and it kind of touches on different aspects of the world that aren't really explored in the show. So the one episode showed that there's these rejects that their parents gave their children Compound V, but... They got a messed up power. There was one, <laughs> there was a guy who literally had a speaker for a head. There was a guy with boobs for a face. There was a guy, there was a guy who moved in slow motion. So instead of being a speedster, he was just oh, slow. That was he so funny. In literal slow motion. There was a person that turned into a human sized tongue. You know, so these are all powers that are really messed up. And, and the fact not, is, you're not really good for anything. So, and the funny, the fact is that like you don't really know what you don't know like at all what power you're gonna get when you take when you take when you take compound V, which is why like I thought it was so it was so weird that Butcher got the powers that, that he did and he ended up with the powers that he got. You know, well, that's mean? more for theme, obviously. Yeah, it, it's it's more it's more to push the story along. Yeah, but I yeah, but uh, you know, and, and, uh, and, and plus, like, it's it's like, why would you want to give your child like that? Why would you want to risk that in your child? And then, and then, I mean, I don't know if you want to continue with the, the um, with the, the plot of the episode. Well, I was yeah, I wasn't gonna break down that whole episode, but I was just bringing up how there's people with undesirable powers and. That might happen to Victoria's daughter, because we didn't see oh. what her power is. We just saw that something was happening. And it was painful. So, who knows what's gonna happen? She could have teeth coming out her whole body or something. Yeah, you know, it dude. could be something gruesome and ugly. Like there was that one guy who who could turn into any animal. You think he's gonna be like Beast Boy, right? No, he turns into an animal, but he also has the brain of that animal. So he turns into a gorilla. Guess what? Now he's a gorilla. You can't talk to him. He can't talk back. He can't. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> That's all. So, I mean, used it for comedic effect in the in the in the episode, but right. They could also take it a very different direction. And since we since we didn't mention Diabolical, um, I gotta say I really liked it. Um, anybody, everybody should watch it, especially if you like the boys. Right. You can definitely watch Diabolical. And there is one episode that shows the backstory with two very important characters. I'm not even going to mention it. 
right now. But there's an episode that that really dives into the history of two very important characters, and yeah, it's really good. And so yeah, watch Diabolical. And I guess back to the the main mm-hmm. show. We talked about Compound V. And Victoria's daughter, we don't know what's gonna happen with her. But like in in the show, right? It was two instances where we saw well, we saw Compound V a lot in the temporary form and in the regular form this season. And we spoke before about how Kimiko got hit by Soldier Boy's beam. And I, I think what it does is it burns the compound V out of you. So, like, Kimiko was powerless at the time that she woke up in the hospital after she got hit. And, like, like powerless in the sense where, like, she, she could no longer lift things the way she used to. She could no longer heal the way she used to. And, yeah. like, things, and things that hit her, like, actually hurt. Like, she could actually feel stuff. And at the end of the show, in order to help out the group, like, she chose to take Compound V again in order for her powers, her power stuff to be restored. Right. Was- and that worked really well because it was a contrast with Huey, how Huey always felt like he needed to save Starlight, right? So he had this, like, insecurity thing going on where he didn't want to be saved by a girl. So he had this thing where he felt like, he needed to have powers to feel like her equal or something. Right. But so in short, you had him who wanted to get powers for selfish reasons. And you had Kimiko who wanted to get powers for selfless reasons. So that's why Starlight gave her the V and, and was mad about Huey taking the V. And I really like how in the end, in the final fight of the of the final episode, you had Huey who was contemplating taking the V to help out in the fight but since he knew about the brain issue he was really using it as a last resort and instead of taking the v he ended up turning up all the electricity in the room basically making starlight more powerful right so i think i think that was a really nice finish to the story for them what you mentioned being um not wanting to be saved by like a girl and 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 like what it was doing to him like he was really he was really denying that part throughout right. the whole season but then right. like he he really accepted toward the end of the season and i thought that that one scene when like he saw starlight and he saw that like like she can do what she had to do but she just needed a little bit of help and and the fact that he was able to help her in that moment i thought tied in really well to uh the decision to him not taking the v yeah it was perfect yeah now we, we didn't really talk about mother's milk or frenchie i definitely enjoyed that moment where mother's milk punched what's his face his uh his daughter's stepdad <laughs> oh yeah that that guy's a total asshat so yeah, that was a clean i really enjoyed that, that clean, like one punch my guy was out <laughs> yeah and he really got a lot of shine this season too i think in season one and two he didn't get as much shine but again they really gave everybody Meaningful. Yeah, everybody that moment this season. Yeah. It was actually, it was really nice. So, yeah, him, his whole deal with his family and his daughter and the whole deal with Soldier Boy killing his family. Um, I think all that was really good. And then you have Frenchie. We kind of had his deal with his past troublings coming out again. And that was also a crazy action scene when uh, Kimiko killed all those guys when Frenchie was tied up. Oh, yeah, because Kimiko didn't even have, like, she didn't even have the V in her. At that, at that point in time. Yeah, she didn't, right? She didn't have powers? She, she didn't have the V, no. She was just going based off of, like, like the combat training that she learned when she, when she was part of that camp. Nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Because she, she was, like, getting stabbed, bro. I mean, yeah. Like, okay, so, like, she was getting stabbed, but but I think that's based off of, like, how she was fighting before. Like, like before, like, she was fighting. Before, the way she would fight is, like, she didn't she didn't use any defense. Because she knew that it was pointless. Like, she would just heal. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. she's fighting in the same, you know, kind of style. Where it's like, you know, you know how to fight. But you, you, just, don't know how, you just don't know how to use defense. So, like, the, the lack of defense was the only thing that was, like, killing her in, in this instant instance. But I really think that Kimiko, <laughs> she was using the combat skills that she, like, gained. You know, while she was, like, being turned into weapon. Yeah. From whatever like camp that she came from, or like uh, because I think it was like a terrorist group. So whatever group that she came from, you know, whatever training she got, 
Like she she used the training in the moment, but she just didn't have her strength, which I thought was a really cool. Like when when she broke it down later on in the in the show, and she was like, I realized that like compound V didn't make me who I who I am. Like I was already that person. Like that was like a good a good like pre pre like peek into that moment. You know what I mean? Like just to see like how she could fight and and how she can handle stuff when uh, even without her powers. Yeah, Kimiko, like, she was one of my favorites this season. I feel like we didn't get as much as we did in the past, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. I, I think I enjoyed her character the most this season out of any of the other seasons that, that we've had her. I was definitely scared for her for, like, a, a, long, a long while um, this season, especially um, with the introduction of, like, Lil Nina. And, and like, th- that one scene that I was just breaking down, like, I did not really, I didn't expect it to go the way it did. Like, I thought someone was going to die. Either either Frenchie's old girl or Kimiko. Yeah. You know, I, like, I'm just thinking about, like, how how well-written this show this show really has been so far because, like... It's insane. It, it's literally the stuff we can talk about. You can talk, we can go on and on for hours about this show, if we're being <laughs> honest, and, and, and about everything that really happened this season and everything that went down. All the different character developments, all the different story arcs that happened, you know, who was developing with who, like whose chemistry was really, was, was really like, you know, standing out this season with two characters. Yeah, like this show is just so well written. And I think that's what really makes it like one of my favorite shows this year. It's just the writing. The writing was just incredible. And then and it had, it really had like the visuals that could really back it up. And it really depict the writing perfectly. Honestly, shout out to like the the showrunner. Shout out to the actors. Like, this was really a, a really well put together show. Yeah, definitely. Everybody that worked on this show did a great job. And like I always say, if any show you could have all the crazy stuff, you could have all the action, you could have all the CGI set pieces and all this, you know, people blowing up that you want. But if if the writing isn't strong, there's no way you're gonna keep an audience coming back episode after episode and year after year. So right. that just shows you how, how great the show is. And I can't wait for more. I mean, I'm really excited for season four. As of recording this came out either today or yesterday that they started filming season four. So mm. I'm hoping we could get it by late 2023. We're probably going to get it like early 2024, but you know, I'd rather them take their time than put out garbage. So right. Especially after like a three a three season run <laughs> that we've mm-hmm. seen so far, like this is this is like a, a definition of a clean three season run. Yeah, but I'm sure they'll take their time, and I'm sure that they're gonna put a lot of thought into season four because it's definitely gonna be one of the more important seasons, especially with how season three ended out. Like, there's a lot of questions that need to be answered next season. Yeah, I mean, I think we pretty much covered everything. At least everything that we wrote down. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about hero gasm. Queen Maeve lost an eye. So Yeah. But she doesn't have to be a uh superhero or a fake superhero anymore. So I guess it's a happy ending for her. Right. Until Homelander finds her. Right. So hopefully Butcher can get Ryan back on his his good graces next year or next season. So yeah. All in all, I think I think season three was like a ten out of ten. I think the show overall is like a nine out of ten. One of the best superhero shows, probably my favorite superhero show, at least in terms of live action, is probably my favorite. Because I honestly, at this point, I think it's better than Daredevil. What else? I don't know why I can't think. I think I think it's better than Watchmen, Daredevil. Because that to me, because Daredevil was always was like the uh, the number one, right? Like who is going to dethrone Daredevil? I personally, <laughs> I think I like the boys better. It's just so insane. You can't, there's nothing that compares. So, yeah, yeah I really love this show. I'm excited for next season. So, yeah, that's really it. I'm going to have to give this show a 9 out of 10. Yeah, honestly, I might give this, I might give this show a full 10. I might, yeah, I think I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. Only because it hasn't, like, it hasn't disappointed me. No, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Like, there's things I could nitpick about, mostly in season two, but. Right. Like. Overall, I mean, you can't really get much better than this. Right. I feel like outside of, like, I think, like, Kimiko's scenes, 
and also the scene from Herogasm with with between Butcher, Homelander, Soldier Boy, and, and Huey. I feel like outside of those scenes, the the action from Daredevil definitely has it. In terms of martial arts, I think so. Right. Yeah. In, ter- in terms of martial arts and and like choreographed. Yeah, fights. The choreographed well, fights. Yeah. In terms of like just action in general, I think yeah. a lot of the stuff that happens in the boys is 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 insane. And right. and and I didn't even mention the moment where Homelander lets the plane go down. I mean, oh, that was yeah. one of the most insane scenes. See, like, because we mainly talk about season three, but. If you go back to season one and two, I mean, it's just so crazy. That scene where Homelander lets the plane crash, that blew my mind. Yeah. But, yeah, in terms of, you know, martial arts, Daredevil is number one, period. But this is definitely, like, you know, top two, top three. So, yeah, um, we actually got a viewer question. Someone on Instagram asked us. Uh, um, Mailbag? Yeah. Someone asked us, will you do a podcast with a live audience interaction? Well, that sounds like a stream. So maybe one day. Maybe I don't one know, day we, we could might, do a stream. Yeah, we might have to get on Twitch and, and come talk to some folks. Eventually, yeah. Definitely. I might I might play the game on there too. So <laughs> Yeah, I'm down. I'm I'm down to hop on Twitch one of these days. Definitely. Definitely. So Cool. Yeah, speaking no, of cool. that, everybody send us questions. Ask us, you know, our takes on anything. Any any type of movie, show, send us questions about it, about it, what we think. Cause you know, we're mostly gonna talk about what's the hot thing at the moment in terms of the full episode, but you know, if there's any movie you wanna know you wanna know if I like it or if I saw it or whatever, you know, ask us or ask us any type of question, you know. I mean, I'll answer anything if I have an answer for it. So, you know, send us stuff. Tell us stuff that we should watch and talk about. Any type of interaction really helps. I mean, I like when people send us stuff. You know, we respond to anybody who comments on their Instagram posts or mentions us on Twitter. So, you know, all that is all fun. So, I guess that's it. Your boy, Stefan and Adrian, we are out. Thank you guys for listening. And tune in next time for what we got in the store.